WEEI Studios, 93.7, WEEI-FM and HD1, Lawrence, Boston. We're always live on the free Odyssey app. Fourth and final hour of the Rich Keefe Show with Fitzy here on WEEI. You can join us here, 617-779-7937. Hit us up on Twitter and Instagram, at Rich Keefe Show. You can watch the program on Twitch. Just go to twitch.tv slash Boston WEEI. Get all the programs right there. And uh, Wednesday nights around 9 o'clock, we like to do a little, uh, little thing called Can I Get a Ruling? Very much inspired by Kirby Enthusiasm, which is a couple of episodes into its 12th and final season. So we like to ask some questions and kick it around the room and see if we can get a, a final verdict on it, Fitzy. So uh, why don't you get first, uh, go first? What do, you have, what do you have this week? Okay. Um, I've been wondering about this one for a while. I think we all encounter it uh, on a pretty regular basis. Uh, when you get food with somebody, whether it's, whether it's you bring it home, mm-hmm. you know, like let's say you're the person who brings like some takeout home and you put it down for everyone, but you were just out and you're like, uh, you got to go to the bathroom. You want to get changed into comfy clothes uh, or, or you, the restaurant, Oh, the food just dropped. I got to go to the bathroom. Go ahead and start without me. Mm-hmm. Now, isn't that usually said to, you know, bring someone comfort? Like, Oh, I, I want you to eat it while it's warm. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. But, but really when you say that, it's like, wait for me, but I just wanted to be nice in the first place. So you, are uh, you want them to wait for you? So I have a different approach to this one. I am, an obscenely fast eater. I see. I know that you you eat. You I'm a grotesque. Food. It's grotesque. Like I do it during the break Chew your here. Food, you Richard, to, enjoy. I it. don't. I, it's it's a problem. It probably leads to other issues that I have. But I eat too fast. So therefore, if I give everybody a head start, we might finish at the same time. So like at my house, it's probably better if I go take a lap, let the dog out, come back to the table. Then maybe we'll finish at the same time. So that to me, when I say start without me, I actually I do mean it. Like I don't I don't need to all begin at the you same do. time. Yeah, I really do. Yeah, because like if like I cook this, or like I went out and got it, or yeah, I got you. you. Know, I initiated this dinner engagement or this little happy hour, <laughs> appetizer yeah. hour, whatever. And other people are like, wait a sec, you're already halfway through, and you have. Broken several rules, like there's four people. You took three slices already. Like that's, <laughs> yes, that's, that's breaking the rule. That's yeah, true. Like there's seven wings, and you've already had four. Th- but I also four feel days. like, and you know this, and for anybody that has uh, multiple small kids, hell, even one. But if you happen to have multiple small kids, it's chaos. Like it's the wild west anywhere. Anyway, when it comes to like having a, a seated meal. So I'm like, as long as I even have a seat, I'm kind of happy. As long as I, I, I eat a lot of my meals standing up. So if I'm sitting so down, I, I feel like I'm doing all right. I work several nights yeah. a week on the radio. Yeah. And doing other nonsense. Like I, I said to my wife yesterday, like, I don't remember the last time no. the four of us sat down and had a meal no, together. No, it's crazy. My wife will but see me eating something like over the sink. And she's like, you can sit down, you know. I'm like, yeah, I know. I'm just trying to, trying to eat, eat this. And so we go do something else. Like, I'm ready to move on. Right. Oh, it's, yeah. Okay. All right. So. Uh, maybe in a one-on-one it. setting it's a little bit different because like i'm just thinking of my own personal life right. with it now like someone's but five bites in and you're like wait a <laughs> second but you said start without me i know but that's more of a courtesy i don't really mean yeah it. i got gotcha. you because i'm gonna sound like a psycho if i say hey wait for me to eat yeah that's true but then they're kind of timing you and if you're, you're like you're, you're in the bathroom and they're like what the hell, what the hell are you uh, doing in there 90 seconds now i know he's taking a crap <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that took a while like i just, I just washed my hands really well i was just a standard yeah. number one do you care one way or the other, Stiz? Start without me. 
I do like eating dinner together right. with the person. There you go. Yeah, All I right. do. Very good. All right, here's one for you. This one's uh, very topical. Let's say you're in a relatively new relationship, but it is very clear at this point in the relationship that you are only seeing each other, right? Like there's okay. no more, but it's early. Like it's, you've had a couple of dates where you've figured out that, all right, I, don't, I, can, I can shut down the dating apps or I can do whatever else. Like, this, is, this is the person. But you come to that conclusion like February 3rd, February 5th. Valentine's Day rolls around. It's still very, very new. So obviously you have to do something, right? Love's in the air. You're still very, you're in the early, still kind of the, the courting phase. But do you feel like you got to go kind of above and beyond or like, you, but you don't want to push it either. You don't want to scare the person away. You're like, oh, I got you like a super expensive like necklace. They're like, what the hell? So what's the play there? If you're, if you're just starting a new relationship and then Valentine's Day pops up. Mm. See, I say you underplay it. Give them nothing. No, no, no. I mean, <laughs> so what you do is you go out for apps, and then what you do, yeah, you get maybe just like a you know like nice co- like a re- some place that's known for like tapas or something like that, really good cocktails. Then you order, and then you get up from the table and say, "Hold on a second, I'll be right back. Start without me." <laughs> Tie it all together, yeah, or you um, you split the meal, obviously. Yeah, I don't go I don't go overboard because then what you're doing. Is you're creating a heightened sense of expectations uh, to where expectations. now Super high you're going to have to constantly yeah. just like the bar is going to be raised now. Uh-huh. You're going to have to, you know, it's going to be impossible for you to surpass it. But it's and, brutal because it speeds up. I guess the same thing. You it actually played out the same way. Like if it's his or her birthday really soon thereafter, or like it's this, like all of a sudden it's like oh, I got to get a gift now. Like I'm just I'm just starting to know this person, and now I got to mm-hmm. I got to fifty give a bucks. Gift. <laughs> Just fifty bucks. Fifty cash. bucks? No, not cash. No, 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 not cash. Just give us fifty bucks. Hey, 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 don't spend it all in one place. Hey, here it is. It's like a crumbled up fifty. You got, you got, you got them something nice, but not too nice. Hey, happy Valentine's Day. Here's a fifty. It's a fifty spot. <laughs> what do I do with this? I don't know. Put but it towards piece dinner. Of jewel- yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> put, it, put it towards our dinner, please. Yeah, I mean, but like, what is what does somebody get for like? I don't know. I mean, you don't get like a hat or a scarf. You mean like <laughs> for fifty dollars? What kind of earrings or jewelry? Maybe like a or... gift certificate to the nail salon or something like that. All right. No, not like not like a, not like a two hundred and fifty dollars <laughs> Tiffany's. Na- well, pro- Tiffany's probably not. I'd, Tiffany, I'd, but... What I would get him is this, you get uh, a Tiffany's for two hundred fifty dollars. Get him yeah. this Boston Tea Party Revs kit. Yeah, how'd Sweet you, how'd jersey. You come bro. About, how'd you come about? The Revs looking nice. The Revs sent me and Stiz a jersey. How you like you that? And Stiz. Yeah, me and Stiz. It's oh, got our names nice on the back. Have your own show. That's not bad. Some of the perks. You're looking at it. How about that? This is nice, though. I mean, it is nice. For, get this for anybody in your life. Yeah, that's like a sweet that jersey. Part, yeah. I got a lot of compliments on that jersey. Did you? I did. I don't doubt it. It's nice. It's a handsome jersey. I, maybe it was. So what do you? So. So I, I think, so like I think six dates right. in. Yeah, yeah, I'm going. I'm going small, but I'm making it. I'm stepping it up a little bit. Yep, it's got to be thoughtful. It's got to be thoughtful because it might be something if if you happen to be a match long term that they yep. might remember that. It's like oh, I remember the first time you got me something. I got it. You know what you, you do? Gave me fifty bucks. <laughs> you gave me a car. You slid me a crumpled so up fifty. You gave me fifty dollars. No, Don't spend it all in one place, Eddie. You clearly forgot about it and then pulled it out of your wallet and gave me fifty bucks. I know what you do. You. You pay somebody okay. to like step in and almost be like, "Hey, hand over your purse," and then you tell that person you're I, gonna like, I love sock them one real quick. I love it. You set, you pay somebody to fake mug you, and then you beat the guy up, send him running. She's like, "Oh my god, <laughs> this guy's tough as nails." 
Look at this guy. What a hero. But then she turns out to be a badass and just beats the hell out of your friend. She, <laughs> just, she just, just goes, maces him to the ground and then tases him. And you're like, oh, my God. Sorry, like Timmy. The, she <laughs> slaughters him like the bride and yeah. kill Bill. Like, oh, my yeah. God. I did not see that coming. I, I owe you a few more bucks. That's a- <laughs> oh, no. You know what? That, didn't that happen to Mr. Deeds? I wasn't even thinking that. Didn't that happen to Mr. Deeds? Did Where, that happen? I think, or one of these Sandler movies, I thought. Something like that happened, and then didn't like Winona Ryder like kick the guy's ass? I'm getting. I, I think it might be. Oh, that's you, funny. That is. I think it might something be something that's Deeds. going off in my memory. Isn't that, that it? I'm not sure if it's Deeds, but it's certainly a one of those. Movie. It's a Sandler movie. And Winona right? Ryder really just kind of. Yeah, she was in Mr. Deeds. Remember, sure. yeah. So, yeah. remember the fake, the fake mugger and Kingpin. Yeah. <laughs> in the early scene, and then the woman catches him, and then she makes him have so. sex with him. Like, what is it about? <laughs> what is it about good sex that makes you have to crap? <laughs> So, yeah, all that. Uh, happy Valentine's Day. Uh, I got another one for you. So can I get a ruling on this? And this is yep. this has popped up before, but we got to get on the record with it. Uh, obviously, every industry now is uh, apparently like a tipping industry. Uh, Everybody wants to be oh tipped. Oh, my God. It's obnoxious. So it's some obviously very much deserve it. In fact, work on it. And that's just sort of how we've been. So I'm not by no means am I Steve Buscemi from Reservoir Dogs and saying I don't tip anybody. I I, I do. However, one that I run into a lot is I'll run into a place because sometimes it's quicker than drive throughs I'll run into a place to get a coffee, one coffee, and mm-hmm. they immediately turn the thing around. And it's like, do you want to tip 10, 15, 20, 25 percent or other? And I'm like, what the hell? I, ju- I just want an overpriced cup of coffee. <laughs> I don't like. Yeah. But then you're like, you feel because ter- then you're like. I click like no, thank you, and then they spin it back around. They're like, it'll be one minute. Yeah, like, they see you. They get they, mad. They spin it and they stare yeah. at you intently. They're like, all the right, judgment well, is wicked. It's so bad. I'm like, so is, are most people in there like throwing a, like doubling the price of their coffee just so they can tip the person? I think I think we all would be surprised at the amount of people that just because of like embarrassment or they whatever shamed into they, it. Yeah, uh, they shame, just hit twenty percent, fifteen percent. What shame tips? Exactly. Shame Great. tips. Yep. That's the hashtag. Yep. Shame tips. Hashtag Ugh. shame tips. Yeah. Brutal. Like, how about if Rich? How about if you? Uh, let's say you know we enjoy a couple of freshies at the old brewery. Oh uh, yeah, and we know that they upcharge on those because that's where they make the majority of their money. Yeah. But then you want to get a couple of to goes. You walk up to the cooler. You pick out a couple yourself. They ring them up. You know, thirty two dollars. They spin it around. It's like. Why am I tipping you? I tipped you for pouring my beers because you performed a service. Right, I was doing that earlier. I grabbed I cashed out right. two four packs from yeah. an open pantry myself. Right, right. And now for ringing them up, you expect yeah. me to tip you ten percent of that? Yeah, twenty. What are we doing? Bucks. Yeah, no. There was another one recently. We were at. It was sort of like a big country store type of place, and uh, is that you went to a big country store type of type place? of place? <laughs> yeah, we stopped in there quick. Over did, the weekend. did you pick up some of the loose sauce? <laughs> that was the same thing. Where like you had, yeah, they had a good sale on loose sausage. Texters pointed out it was ground sausage. I was uh, searching for. Uh, or the the twitch, price, the price twitch. Sure you're thinking of loose sausage. <laughs> Hey, uh, here's 50. Go get yourself some yeah, sausage. I want change on this. So, yeah, no, it was one of those same things where, like, you basically brought up all of your own groceries. You brought up everything. <laughs> they just ring it and spin it, and you're like, oh, you rang it up. I go, if there was a self-checkout, I would have done that. There should be like a. That's the next thing. There'll be a. There'll be a uh, tip option on the self checkout. Ah, oh, this is leading down because there is self checkout now everywhere. Like I went into Target the other day. Yeah. There was one cashier. Yeah. And all self checkout. All self checkout. I like one it. One cashier. They leave them out there to die. <laughs> 
and the line is like 50 people well, long. That's I was a problem. like, this is crazy. I don't care for that. I do like self-checkout, though. I have no problem with that. I'll tell you what, if she had a tip option and that dissuaded people from going to the checkout girl, I would go right there yeah. in a second. Now, she's doing some work. She's, yeah. Scanning. Oh, yeah. She's doing Especially my Circle Plus membership. Bag, the whole yeah. thing. Yeah, no, you're, you're, you're working there. That's true. There's like the few that. places that don't offer the tip are the places that maybe need to. I'll tell you, the concession people at the TD Garden must clean up now. Oh, or yeah. Like at Fenway. Spinning around. Oh, my God. They must clean up. Well, at that point, you're already spending $100. You're like, what's another 10 Yeah. You're like, go ahead. Yeah, because you never used to, like, hey, sports bar here. No. Like, that guy never used to get any of that. Now they get. <laughs> I love it. That guy's great. You have to but get now, one, too. Yeah, they're clean. How do you not? Quick, do update, on the, quick update on the Celtics, real quick. Yeah, this, yeah. Is, this is wow. the real score. Okay. Uh, they're in the fourth quarter with eight minutes left. It is 117 to 66. The Celtics are up. <laughs> They're up by 51? Yeah, Jordan Walsh is in the game. So he is. Yo, yeah. There we go. So your Porzingis bet. My Porzingis bet went up in smoke, great. which is such crap because Porzingis was like, he had 15 points in the first half. The over-under was like 21 and a half, 22 and a half, 21 and a half. You're cruising. Cruising, feeling great about it. But they're up by a million, and he like kind of tweaked his leg. He's fine. He's on the bench. But they're up by a zillion, so they're like, you don't even need to play. He hasn't come on the floor in the second half. He was on yeah. pace for 30 points. Yeah, you're not going to see him again. Nope. And I lost that bet. You did win your Derek White bet, though. He hit that in the first half. Nice. Derek White's rolling. He got 27. That's a game, that's a that. game high, sir. Anyway, yeah, 117 to 66. Way to go in the All-Star break. All right, we have a loaded grab bag coming up. That was Can I Get a Ruling every Wednesday around 9 o'clock. We like to uh, ask the tough questions. So grab bag comes up next here on WEEI, but right now here is Stiz with What's Trending. Your home of the Sox. Now here's What's Trending on WEEI. All right, let's get you caught up with some headlines one last time before we are out of here. If you haven't heard, there was some sad news out of Kansas City today. A shooting following the Chiefs Super Bowl parade. It left one dead, at least 14 people injured. According to police, two armed individuals were taken into custody. An estimated one million people were gathered in downtown Kansas City. Excuse me, to celebrate their team's back-to-back championships. Uh, we were just talking about it. Keith just mentioned that the Celtics got the win in the first of back-to-back games last night against the Nets. They left Brooklyn with a 118-110 to victory. Two teams running it back tonight. Your Boston Celtics up 119-68 to with seven minutes still left in the fourth quarter. A few uh, Celtics players were out tonight. Xavier Tillman, Jaden Springer, Al Horford, and Jalen Brown. Red Sox pitchers and catchers reported to Fort Myers today for spring training. Closer Kenley Jansen did not participate in the first official workout for the Sox. According to Craig Breslow, Jansen arrived after camp with some general lat soreness. Sox play their first spring training game against the Orioles Saturday, February 12th at 1 p.m. Again, trending proudly presented by VA New England Healthcare. Are you a veteran? The VA New England Healthcare provides state of the art healthcare benefits to those who served our country. Call 844 VA CARES. Learn more about the benefits that you've earned and deserved. Again, call 844 VA CARES. I'm Stiz. That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. More Ritz Keith Show, including Grab Bag, coming up. Remember, you can listen to WEEI on your smart speaker. Just say, play 93.7 WEEI. Now, more of the Rich Keefe Show on WEEI. 
Back here on the Rich Keefe Show with Fitzy, W-E-E-I. Celtics in an absolute laugher over at the Garden, 119-68, still uh, just midway through the fourth quarter. Just a blowout going into the All-Star break. They beat the Nets last night, then right back at it against the Nets here tonight, and it has just been a dominant affair. But uh, good news is this. It's time for All right, how about this right off the rip? We mentioned it briefly, but the San Francisco 49ers today fired defensive coordinator Steve Wilkes. At any point post-Super Bowl, did anybody say, hey, you know what really let them down was their defense? They allowed 19 points in four quarters to Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Uh, They allowed in the first half just a long field goal and nothing else. I don't know. I thought Steve Wilkes did fine. I thought he held up his end of the bargain just fine. So it's a one and done for Steve Wilkes as D coordinator for the San Francisco 49ers. Can't hear you. What happened? What do we got? What happened? Oh, there we go. Now I got you. Okay. Getting scapegoated for their Super Bowl Crazy. failure and bad choices. But at the same time, Rich, their defense did trend downward for the second half of the season. But he could also say, like, yeah, um, I lost most of the second, or like all of our starting safeties, the other starting core. We had Charvarius Ward and everyone else was like a Jag or a Philly. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I don't know. They, they they fire Wilkes. I don't think that was really the problem there. I think it might have been more uh, Kyle Shanahan. Not that you were going to fire Shanahan, but I feel like Shanahan had much more at fault than uh, than Steve Wilkes was. And here comes the grab bag. Grab, grab bag, 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 grab, grab bag. Well, speaking of the Super Bowl, one of the big talking points after the game and during the game was when Travis Kelsey screamed in the face of Andy Reid, bumped Andy Reid, almost knocked the old man over, Got uh, was very intense back and forth. Well, uh, of course, they were going to talk about it on their uh, highly rated podcast, the uh, New Heights podcast with mm. Jason and Travis Kelsey. So here's a little bit of a, a longer cut. The two voices clearly are the uh, the Kelsey brothers in here. But I give credit to Jason for kind of calling out Travis for 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 this one, and I think it's a it's a good little back and forth here. People are all over this, and I I mean I get it. I can't. Yeah, you I, you went you went you crossed the line. I think we can I, both I, agree I, on I that. I can't I can't I can't get that fired up to the point where I'm bumping coach and it's getting him off balance and stuff. When he when he stumbled, I was just like. Oh. My head. Or even, like, I mean, even, I mean, let's be honest, the, the yelling in his face, too, is over the top. I think there's better ways to handle this retrospectively. Yeah. I, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm a passionate guy. I love Coach Reed. Coach Reed knows how much I'd love to play for him, how much I'd love to be, you know, a product of his coaching career. I'm not playing for anybody else but Big Red. If he calls it quits this year, I'm, I'm out there with him, man. He ain't calling it quits. Come on now. He's not. And I, um, I got a certain relationship with him. He's, He's checked me a few times, and um, I just wanted to let him know that I wanted this thing and that he he can put it on me, and uh, and I got him. And, um, you know, it's just, uh, it came in a moment where uh, we weren't playing very well, I wasn't playing very well, and we had uh, we had to get some going, and uh, sometimes... Emotions ramped up. Sometimes those emotions get away from me, man, and I've uh, that's been the battle of my, my career, but everybody else, I don't, I don't give a what anybody else says. I talked to Coach Reed about it today, and we kind of chuckled about it. And yeah. he just, I, I, I couldn't be, you know, more proud of being his product on the field. And I couldn't be 
uh, more proud of you know where we've where we've come um, as a team since I got here in 2013, um, and uh, I just love playing for the guy, man. Yeah. And unfortunately, sometimes my passion comes out where it looks like it's negativity, but um, I'm I'm grateful that he knows that it's all because I want I want to win this thing. He knows with that. him more than anything, and, that, and that's what and, fires me up. First of all, you didn't try and push him; you ran up on no, him quick. The push is this, you yeah, know. He, I it was just an accidental <laughs> that you hit him that hard. I know that you came up hot because you were pissed off. Doesn't look great, obviously. No, the optics of it look really bad, but nobody knows you're in you're in Big Red's relationship. So, what do you think about that now after hearing uh, Travis's side of it? Uh, whoever thought that Jason Kelsey would be more articulate than Travis? <laughs> Like he's the better speaker between the two, and he's able to make sense of what Oh, he definitely what is. Happened. Oh, yeah, no, oh, yeah, by, yeah. By a million miles. Well, Travis also doesn't know which voice to use. He kind of goes back and forth between different, like, uh, voice stylings. Like, he sounds way different when he's got, like, an open mic in front of him, and he's right. doing whatever he's doing, or he's in front of a people. Like, that's him back and forth. Like, that sounds like a different guy altogether. But mm-hmm. I actually kind of get where he's coming from, and I think it also it's a yep. relationship that we don't really – Truly, no. It's a long, long relationship between Andy Reid and Travis Kelsey. He he knows he screwed up. You can't bump your coach as fired up as you are. But I also scream in his face. He shouldn't scream no. in a coach's face. It shows. No, it, shows no. it looks disrespectful. Right. But I give Andy Reid so much credit for being like, "All right, that's what that was. I'm not gonna lose my mind. I'm not gonna bench Travis and try to prove a point and then let the rest of the team down." I'm going to stick with this guy. Good thing he did. He was the number one go-to guy in the entire second half, helped lead that comeback. So, uh, yeah, and interesting line in there, too. Kelsey's like, uh, as soon as Reed's done, I'm done. Mm-hmm. Now, I, don't, I mean, I would assume they're both back next year, and who knows, maybe even the year after that. But at some point, Patrick Mahomes is going to be playing without the two of them, and that's going to be kind of interesting to watch. That's when everything will change. I still want to know what he said, but I know. Kids love grab bag. Maybe that's what he said. Maybe he just got up right in his face. The kids love grab bag. Uh, at the parade today, here was some of Travis Kelsey. You know this song, sing along. Blame it all on my roots. I showed up in boots and ruined the Niners affair. The last one to know. We were the last one to show. We were the last ones they thought they'd see there. And I saw the surprise, that fear in their eyes. And we took that glass of champagne. Pat, Pat took that glass of champagne, I promise you. All right. <laughs> He's <laughs> doing yeah. the... Yeah, Super yeah, yeah. Bowl 58 drunken version right. of Friends in Low Places? Uh, I think that's what he was going with. He substituted uh, a few words, and that's what he was doing. Now, unfortunately, like, this came, I think, uh, a couple hours. No, no, no. This. So they had the whole parade today, and we led the show with this today. You, you, I'm sure you've heard about it, but they, they had the whole parade. They had the part at the end where the players were able to speak, and then that's when the, the shooting happened. And so it's like whatever you say about the Chiefs parade, anything with Travis Kelsey, like it's all just like I don't even know what else to say about it. It's just the absolute worst. There's one person dead after this. There were over 20 people hospitalized. Now, mm-hmm. I guess there was if you like a little bit of good news is uh, it seems like there's going to be full recoveries. I mean, that, that itself is great news, but you know what I mean? Of course. The fact that it even had to come to this. But you had 
uh, kids getting treated for gunshot wounds today at a Super mm-hmm. Bowl parade. Mm-hmm. So that's, like, a, that's America in 2024. Yep. Yeah. You should almost expect no less. Like if if a mass event like this with several hundred thousand people unfrisked, unchecked takes mm-hmm. place and something doesn't happen, we should almost be surprised. This should yeah. surprise us. I mean, I like big groups of people. I'm always leery of anyway. And then now over the last however many years, it's just like it's it's terrifying. It shouldn't be. And then I understand what the response is. And a lot of people are going to be like, all right, the next time there's an event like this, you got to go to it. You got to show them like you're not living in fear. It's like, yeah, but it's like that to what end? You know, like what, what, we we I, we talked about earlier in the show, like how every single thing you can think of, there's there's been a shooting. Freaking elementary schools, uh, the mall, the movie theater, sporting events. Like, what? Where? Where do you go? Where can you go? Nowhere. 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 No. There's li- restaurants, bars, nightclubs, Nuts. wherever, wherever people get together. Have no fear. There's probably guns here. Yep. It's the worst. So, speaking of uh, keeping it Chiefs related, here you had mentioned earlier in the program, uh, Patrick Mahomes mic'd up during the overtime coin toss. Mm-hmm. So we were able to get that. So, again, a lot was made of the overtime rules and whether the San Francisco 49ers knew them or not, and, and then the fact that the Chiefs did. But here's a little bit more evidence as to the Chiefs definitely knowing the rules. Andy Reid coaching his team up on what the overtime was. So coming back from the coin toss when the 49ers elected to start overtime with the ball, this is what you got. You go with the toss? Yeah. Which way you want to kick it? They call it. They call it, right? Yeah, they call the coin flip. It's their coin flip, right? Which way do you want to kick it? We want the ball, Fred. San Francisco, you are still the visitors. What is your call? Tails again. He called tails again. It is tails. You want the ball? Which way do you want to kick? We're going to kick that way. San Francisco, we receive first and overtime. Good luck, gentlemen. They want it. They want the ball. They wanted it. Hey, they wanted it. They wanted it, baby. We want them to have the ball. They want it, they can have it. <laughs> hey, even if we score a touchdown, they still get the ball. I didn't know that. <laughs> we won the toss, we were going to kick off, too. We got what we wanted. <laughs> I mean, I know the rules are new, but... It's also it's it's your job. There's a chance it could go to overtime. Like you gotta be prepared for what it is. Who was that that yelled out? I didn't know that. <laughs> well, I know Kyle Uschick at the end. I don't know if that was yeah. him there, but it was definitely in the post game. Kyle Uschick said the same thing. He had no idea what it was. Oh my god! I mean, I think at this point now, if it happens again, and guess what? Mark my words, it will happen again. There'll be a player in the playoffs next year, the year after that, or the year after that that won't know the rule, and you'll be like. How could either A, your coach not tell you, or B, you're not aware of the Chiefs Niners Super Bowl? It happened in a game. And I guarantee you somebody's not going to have it. You have been defeated by the grab bag. The Orlando Magic retired Shaquille O'Neal's number 32, the first number they retired. How about that? Anything like that? Remember Shaq? Everyone always associates him with the Lakers. Shaq on the Magic was uh, awesome. If they could have won that title against the Rockets uh, in 95. And just make the free throw. Uh, that would have been bad. Would have been bad. Shaq and Penny. What? Shaq and Penny. Shaq and Penny. That was my childhood. Shaq and Penny was a black. Little Penny. Oh, my God. The commercials. Little Penny. What was that? A blast. Yeah, that was. Was that Sprite? Man. 
Well, it might have been. I want to say it was Sprite. Could have been. Yeah, Little Penny. Chris Rock doing Little Penny. Yep. Perfect. That was a great team. That that was one of those. There's like a handful that stick out to me. The great teams that didn't win it, like Charles Barkley's Sons. Awesome. Two Sacramento Kings. Yep. Oh my God, that was a fun team to watch. What a freaking fun team that was. And uh, yeah, just couldn't get it done. Hey, you want to see crazy? I'll show you. That's a real badge. I'm a real cop, and this is a real grab bag. The Dynasty is going to premiere Friday on Apple Plus. We had mentioned earlier in the program this uh, Tom Brady quote about Bill Belichick and his relationship, and basically he was done. There was no contract that they could have get gotten him to sign uh, that last year. But uh, Fitz, you had a chance to talk with Jeff Benedict uh, on Six Rings, the author of the book, who also served as executive producer of the Apple Plus TV miniseries. Uh, just got my Apple Plus TV screener password a few minutes ago during the nice. last break so i'll actually be watching some episodes and sharing on the social some reviews and thoughts and what to look for very good tomorrow and friday i'll make sure to funnel them right here on down to the rich keith show mm-hmm. um i the, the thing that blew my mind the most i mentioned it earlier in the show just want to share it here again on the grab bag they went through thirty-five thousand hours of home video footage <laughs> archived footage at gillette stadium and nfl film stuff Jeff said they paid 50 separate people to do nothing but every day go through footage for hours on end and find the best locker room reaction, hallway conversations, stop ring camera footage from like outside the stadium, offices, everything. He said you will see so much stuff that will make you reappreciate or feel worse for all of the highs and lows over the 20-decade double dynastic run. Does Apple TV have a lot of sports documentaries? Because I know, you know, 30 for 30 and uh, Netflix has a bunch of series. HBO has some. I don't know if I know of too many Apple TV Plus documentaries. No, but they're really getting into the sports arena, obviously, with the MLS. Oh, they got baseball. They got soccer. They got baseball. Yeah, no, but I'm just saying, like, this is going to sort of maybe, like, start where, like, if they, if they hit this out of the park. Yeah. series, yeah. And if they hit it out of the park, whatever the next thing that they get, you're going to be like, well, this is the same group that did the Dynasty. So, yeah, definitely something uh, looking forward to. So two episodes each Friday for the next five. So yep. uh, Fitz will get an early sneak peek. Stiz and I will talk about it a lot on uh, Friday night's program. Well, hello, Mr. Grab Bag. Cinnamon Toast Crunch has unveiled uh, dessert taco shells. That's right. Uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch and Old El Paso have co- finally come together. Finally, these two. This, yeah. I saw our, our pal from DraftKings, Emerson Lozia, tra- uh tweeted this out today. Apparently, Old El Paso and Cinnamon Toast Crunch have made, you can buy them in a 10-pack. They are basically churro-dusted taco shells. Oh, probably so, great. So if you bring that home, yeah. put you know what? Go ahead and put a little ice cream in there. Make your own like dessert tacos. Who wouldn't? Who among us would? You know, I might even. Uh, there sounds kind of great. Spoken like a true former fat kid. Yeah, I know. Hell yes, the choco taco was discontinued. I can make my own. Now. Yeah, it sounds kind of awesome. If we're being honest. Grab his Grab bag. Get twisted. The Fantastic Four movie for uh, it's going to be in the MCU. It was already a 2025 release. They moved it from May to July, so whatever. We're already waiting that long. We can wait till July. They also put out like a movie poster, and some are spe- speculating that this could take place in the 60s. This could be a 1963 version of the Fantastic. I saw Four. the poster, yeah. and I was so excited because to me that 
reeked of like the Incredibles being throwback, like vintage, if you will. I know. It looks Love pretty it. cool. That's exactly what I want. It's a good cast, too. They already announced the cast, but Pedro Pascal is going to be Reed Richards. Joseph Quinn, who is Eddie Munson from Stranger Things Season 4, he's going to be Human Torch. Eben Moss Bachrock, I don't know how to say his last name, but the guy from The Bear is going to be The Thing, and then Vanessa Kirby is going to be The Invisible Woman. Wait a second. Eden Moss Bachrock, that guy who plays uh, Cousin, cousin yeah. is going to be The Thing? Yep. Dude, this cast is going to be sick. Yeah, it is. Yeah, Who's it's directing this? Ooh, good question. Uh, I don't know. Was it? Let's see. I'm not entirely sure who it is. I got to double check. I think the writer... Uh, might have had some Marvel stuff. Let me let me double check on that. But yeah, the cast they kind of hit it out of the park. So yeah. now comes out, and I they also flipped it with another Marvel movie called Thunderbolts. So I wonder if that has anything to do. Like one needs to line up into the other potentially, but we shall see. What is, uh, what's Thunderbolts going to be? That is going to be in. Uh, that's sort of like their version of the Suicide Squad, mm. and so that's coming out in May of that year. So. I don't know. Still got to wait a while. No, the only MCU movie this year is yes. Deadpool and Wolverine. Okay. That's going to be kind of... I'm predicting right now, yeah. highest grossing movie of the summer. Probably right. Yeah. And then that hopefully kind of resets things and then gets people excited again for the next batch of movies. Let's all go to the grab bag. A movie that people are not excited about, although maybe you will be for the opposite reasons... Madam Web in theaters uh, now. Davey and I are going to do an episode on it. This uh, our our next episode of the Hashtag Dork Podcast. Uh, the early reviews are in, and some are saying this is the worst comic book movie ever made. Now that's high praise. It is because there are saw there are a lot of trash. Before they kind of figured out the formula, there is some terrible comic book movies. Wait. So is it available to stream at the home front, or are you and Davey actually going to spend your grown adult American money and get in a car and travel to a theater and see it? I think we have to do it. I, and I think, I'll tell you, I was saying this the other night to Hart, the the movies that are just kind of in the middle are actually like the biggest waste of time. The great movies are fun to talk about, but so are the horrible movies. It's the movie that you're like, yeah, check it out if you have the time. It's like a three and a half out of six. Those ones, it's it's hard to... Do a whole episode on them. The wor- the horrible movies, I think, can be kind of fun. I get, I, I actually get mad if a movie is meh. Like, yeah, either suck out loud. Yes, yes. So I can have fun with it and tell people to watch it because it's so bad. Otherwise, what do Or I, be what, great, but otherwise, right. don't waste my time. Four, it's one, two, three strikes, you're out at the old grab bag. And lastly, Fitz, you got a couple of uh, movie plugs. I think well, at least one of these is coming to Netflix soon. Uh, I got I got a movie and a TV plug for some friends I had the pleasure of going to college with. One, uh, Thanksgiving, the horror movie that came out last fall, directed by my old college RA, Eli Roth, is now available on digital and Blu-ray. It's the top-selling DVD and Blu-ray in the country right now, doing very well. Nice. Yeah, I, gotta, I can't wait to see can, it. Yep. If you can do a little horror, uh, a little slasher porn, you know, like like a throwback 80s-style movie set mm-hmm. in Plymouth, Massachusetts, a local guy, local Perfect. movie. Uh, get it up. They're going to be doing a sequel as well. I am already lobbying to be a victim in that one, hoping <laughs> and praying that maybe Eli will finally throw me in a movie. Nice. And number two, premiering on the 18th on Fox, their latest entry into the Fox animation comedy world, Grimsburg, which mm. is the sort of send-up of shows like The Killing and all of those like 
Scandinavian noir type of shows. Okay. Uh, John Hamm plays the down and out detective in it. I watched the the. You can go to Fox.com and watch the initial episode now, but it re premieres. I think I have ten episodes in the first season. It's been renewed for a second. My good friend Chad Chad Gindon, who was the head writer of my old comedy troupe in college, uh, created the show. Oh, nice! And it's really funny. It's really right. really good. So very uh, good. Maybe throw that in the old dork queue if you get a chance. Uh, I see. Uh, Sam Richardson's in that. Yeah, looks like he is. All right, Rachel ham, Dratch. Oh, Rachel Dratch is fantastic. The ham is great. Oh, she's super. She's super funny. She's hilarious. All right, well, I'll check out Grimsburg. All right, very good. All right, that'll do it for a uh, another successful edition of Yippee Mother Grab Bag. We will wrap up the program with our final thoughts coming up next. If you missed any of our Patriots Monday and Friday interviews, go back and listen on the podcast anytime. Just subscribe to the Rich Keefe Show on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcasts. Now, more of the Rich Keefe Show on WEEI. Back here on the Rich Keefe Show with Fitzy WEEI and uh, the Boston Celtics going to the All Star break. On a heater, six-game winning streak. And uh, how about this one tonight? Final score, Celtics 136, Nets 86. That is a beatdown and then some. Nope. We might have lost Fitzy there. But the Celtics uh, led by Peyton Pritchard's 28 off the bench. How about that? In 31 bench minutes, Peyton Pritchard... Uh, led the team in scoring with 28. Derek White had 27. Tatum, 20 points to go along with seven rebounds, nine assists. My guy, Chris Porzingis had 15 points. Oh, I needed him to get 22. Man. He had 15 all in the first half because he had like a little, he kind of like tweaked his leg a little bit. He was fine. He was on the bench, but he didn't play at all in the second half. So. Keith, how soul-crushing is it going to be yeah. if this team doesn't win it all this year? Very. <laughs> it is going to be... You know, it's going to be brutal because there's been times over the last few years where I thought they were going to win it. They're going to win it last year. I thought they're going to win it the year they were in the finals with the Warriors. I even thought the bubble team was going to win it and they came up short every single time. But yeah, they're a wagon right now. No Jalen Brown tonight. Didn't matter. You have Sam Hauser in the starting lineup and they just completely dominate the uh, Brooklyn Nets and they uh, they sweep the season series right. I think that was they, that was the fourth time they, they beat yeah. them yeah. last night. They beat them tonight, and so they go into the All Star break. And so now next up in the in the break, and one thing to keep an eye on: Jalen Brown in the dunk contest. I'm I think that's great. I'm looking forward to that. So am I. The, nobody knows the other three guys that are even in it, and so uh, they had a stat. They they showed it during the game. Career dunks in the NBA, like NBA dunks. I think uh, Brown has like 324 in-game dunks. The other three guys combined have like under 30. Oh, jeez. Yeah, it's like, no, it's it's D-League guys or guys like uh, Haquez is a rookie. So like whatever, but like he doesn't have that many dunks either. So, you know, Hart's big point is like he has to win it. He has to win it. I'm just glad he's in it. And he even had a comment uh Last week about, you know, he just hopes more star players will choose to do it. Yeah, it's the first time since 2017 an All-Star has yeah. done it. Yeah, I know. And so, I don't think he has to win it. I don't I either. Entertain. I, yes. Entertain, have fun. I agree. It, it's, it's a dub. All around, it's a dub. Yeah. And uh, if somebody else beats him, like, so be it. Like, Jalen Brown's still a better player. At least he took a shot at it. Now, 
if he wins it and people are all into it and like that's what I want. I want the dunk contest to be good again. You go back and watch some of the old dunk contests, you would get really good players in it, but you would also have the the best players around it. Like remember like Kevin Garnett and Shaquille O'Neal like videotaping it with like oh, old camcorders and watching like Vince Carter dunk or obviously you go back to like Jordan and stuff, but guys were going crazy for it. Now it's like, you know, the star players don't even show up literally to watch or to compete in it. So Celtics going to the break, winners by uh, 50 over the uh, Nets tonight. Complete dominant effort. Um, Fitz, something must have happened there on Fitzy's end, but that's all right. Yeah, uh, he just said, Wi-Fi crashed. Tell everyone I said loose sausage. Loose sausage was a theme yeah. of the night, so uh, all good. We'll check in with Fitzy next week. Uh, Andy Hart in tomorrow. In studio, he says. No, no snowstorm nice, for him tomorrow. Nice. So Hart will be in uh, tomorrow. Great job, Stiz, as always. So uh, enjoy the rest of your Wednesday night. It'll be me, Hart, and Stiz tomorrow at 6.